Hello and welcome to the CyberSec Study audio podcast for the new 8-domain CISSP exam. This is Domain 3, Episode 2, entitled Security Engineering. You're listening to the free version of this episode, which does not include all of the content that's available in the full version of this episode, located on the website at www.cybersexstudy.com. So let's begin. Term number 151, Information Security Modes. Information Security Modes allow systems to operate at different security levels, depending on the information's classification level and the user's clearance. So operating systems, databases, and applications can be developed based on one of these security modes, or they can be configured after the fact to conform to one of these modes. Term number 151.1 dedicated security mode. In the dedicated security mode, all users of the system must have assigned NDA, proper clearance, formal access approval, and a valid need to know. Term number 151.2, system high security mode. In the system high security mode, All users must have assigned NDA, proper clearance, and formal access approval, but only some users require a valid need to know. Term number 151.3, compartmented security mode. In the compartmented security mode, all users must have assigned NDA, and a proper clearance, but only some users require formal access approval and a valid need to know. Term number 151.4, multi-level security mode. In the multi-level security mode, all users must have assigned NDA, but only some users require proper clearance Only some users require formal access approval, and only some users require a valid need to know. Term number 152, Common Security Services. A common set of security services, the core, the bare-knuckle security services that should exist in any organization that utilizes computer equipment. Examples of common security services include term number 152.1, boundary control services. These services are concerned with how and whether the information is allowed to flow from one set of systems to another or from one state to another. Boundary control systems are intended to enforce security zones of control by isolating entry points from one zone to another zone. These boundary systems include routers, switches, firewalls, or proxies, which serve to protect more trusted 
or sensitive assets from the less trusted or sensitive assets. Term number 152.2, Access Control Services. Another common security service that should exist in every organization. Access Control Services focus on the identification, authentication, and authorization of subject entities, whether they are human or machine. As they are deployed, and how they access the organization's assets or objects. Term number 152.3, Integrity Services. Integrity Services focus on the maintenance of high-integrity systems and data through automated checking to detect and correct corruption. Integrity Services typically focus on antivirus, content filtering, file integrity services, whitelisting, and intrusion prevention systems. Term number 152.4, cryptographic services. While cryptography is a common security tool used by many systems, cryptographic services focus on common services that can be deployed and reused by a variety of systems to hide information. Term number 152.5, Audit and Monitoring Services. These services focus on the secure collection, storage, and analysis of audited events through centralized logging as well as the events themselves through intrusion detection systems and similar services. Services include log collection, co-location, and analysis services through the deployment of Security Event Information Management Solutions, SEIM, SIM. Term number 153, Security Zones of Control. A security zone of control is an area or grouping within which a defined set of security policies and measures are applied to achieve a specific level of security. The separation of the zones ensures that the capability of accessing or modifying information of systems in more secure zones does not leak through to a less secure zone. Access between the zones is tightly controlled with control mechanisms such as firewalls, authentication services, and proxy services. And now for some of the types of security models. Term number 154, state machine models. A system state describes a system at a point in time. A system state model then describes the behavior of a system as it moves between one state and another, or from one moment to another. When it's used in security modeling, the purpose is to define which actions will be permitted at any point in time to ensure that a secure state is preserved. 
term number 155, multi-level Lattice models. A multi-level security model describes strict layers of subjects and objects and defines clear rules that allow or disallow interactions between them based on the layers that they're in. These are often described using lattices or discrete layers with minimal or no interfaces between them. Most lattice models define a hierarchical lattice with layers of lesser or greater privilege. Subjects are assigned security clearances that define what layer they're assigned to, and objects are classified into similar layers. Related security labels are then attached to all subjects and objects. According to the multi-level Lattice model, the clearance of the subject is compared with the classification of the data to determine access. That concludes the free version of this episode. To purchase the full version of this episode and all of the other episodes for all eight domains, which contain more additional content for just $1 an episode, go to the website at www.cybersexstudy.com. You can purchase a USB drive with all of the full audio versions or download them instantly. You can also sign up for a two-week online or on-site boot camp for just $500. With my guarantee that you'll pass the exam the first time or I'll give you a full refund.